coming to you from deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Electronic Keyboards in Jazz, a Recorded History, Part 1 of 2. archive of electronic music, this is Tom Holmes. So I've received a question from a listener who asked me about the earliest electronic keyboards used in jazz. I have actually written a paper called The Roots of Electronic Jazz that explores the earliest synthesizers used in jazz. And I have a couple of podcasts around that topic. You can look them up in the episode guide under Electronic Jazz. But this question got me to thinking about the use of any electronic keyboards in jazz, not just synthesizers, but instruments such as the organ, the electric piano, and numerous others. So I've explored the archive for examples of the early uses of those kinds of instruments and have come up with some interesting recordings to share with you. I will present this podcast in two parts and also in chronological order, based upon the original recording dates. It is commonly assumed that the use of electronic instruments in jazz came in the 1950s and 1960s, with the introduction of the electric organ and electric piano. Jazz is a highly performative art, and the best players on any instrument are those who can bend its use to express themselves effectively. This is true of any jazz instrument, be it a horn, a wind, or reed instrument, drums, guitar, bass, or the keyboard. The electronic organ and electric piano clearly found a home in jazz almost as quickly as they became available. Before the 1950s, however, a few intrepid musicians experimented with early electronic keyboards, often lending a novel sound to jazz. Such instruments can only be heard in a relatively few recordings made when the idea of jazz went hand-in-hand with the idea of popular music or even dance or swing music. Seven such instruments went out of fashion in jazz as the electronic organ and piano gained popularity. These included the Hammond Novacord, which I call the first synthesizer, the Owned Martineau, the Hammond Solovox, the Lowry Organo, the Ondioline, the Electronic Celesta, and Clavioline. You will hear recordings of all of these instruments in this podcast. I've uncovered some fantastic and surprising examples going back all the way to 1938. 
plus several examples of Wurlitzer electric piano and Hammond organ tracks that set the stage for the introduction of the Fender Rhodes in the late 1960s, which is perhaps the most iconic electronic keyboard of all in jazz. The examples encompass many styles of jazz, such as the blues, boogie-woogie, cool jazz, novelty swing tunes, and early avant-garde jazz from Sun Ra, for example. This episode being the first of two parts, the emphasis will be on early keyboards. We will listen to jazz tracks up until the emergence of the Fender Rhodes in the late 60s. Part two will feature the next generation of jazz keyboards, beginning with the emergence of the Fender Rhodes and leading to early synthesizers. Because seeing what these instruments looked like adds value to understanding how they were played, I created an illustrated chart of all the instruments included in this podcast, paying special attention to the expressive features that could be easily adopted by jazz musicians. You can see this illustrated chart on my blog, Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. Let's get started on this edition of the podcast called Electronic Keyboards in Jazz, A Recorded History, Part 1. This is Tom Holmes, and you are listening to the Archive of Electronic Music. Thank you. 
future be worth not even a dime so don't ever change just be an angel come down come down to earth
you to be Here in my arms Lending your charm To
from the left hand. And then put them together. Again, it should take only a short time to get the idea of fingering. And a little practice will make you enjoy your music more and more. Up to this point, we haven't said anything about the little black knee expression arm under the piano. You found, of course, that it had to be swung to the right to give you any music. But now, let's consider its value in playing the organo. Just hold down a chord and move the right knee slowly against the expression arm. Note the variation between a whisper and maximum volume. The knee arm operation is easy to control and it adds the expression or beauty to your playing. Follow the expression marks on the music or sing along with the music, going to loud or soft as you would naturally express yourself. Make it fit your mood or the needs of the occasion. Here's our example hymn played with expression as on page seven. Let's try another. Here's the chorale, Come Blessed Rest, on pages 11 and 12, with expression. See how you can add beauty, feeling, and depth to the music. Now, let's change voices. This is done by selecting various combinations of tabs on the control panel. Remember, you may vary the voices as you please to get different effects. This simple approach to the Lowry organo opens the door to your enjoyment of fine organ music. We are sure you will find it easy to create the music you like to play. Playing the organ, of course, is only a starter because later on, you will be able to combine organ and piano like this. Or play them against each other, organ alone, piano alone, organ in one hand, piano in the other, and add the pedal board. of new organo music is infinite. Good luck with your playing. May you have untold hours of pleasure, inspiration, and new adventure. Thank <laughs> you.
You are listening to Electronic Keyboards in Jazz, a recorded history, part one, on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes.
I hope you enjoyed Electronic Keyboards in Jazz, A Recorded History, Part 1, on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about all of the music can be found in the playlist on the podcast website. Check out my blog for the Bob Moog Foundation, if you will. There is a link on my podcast website. A transcript of notes for this program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, 
located at tomholmes.com. And there you will also find my illustrated chart of electronic keyboards in jazz. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. You may also want to read my book about sound art, also available from Routledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes spanning many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music, from symphonic rock to jazz, all inspired by vintage recordings from my archive. So long for now from the Archive of Electronic Music, and happy listening. All of the music heard on this podcast is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to thehomesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music.